As the game is constantly changing, the value of player development is at an all-time high. Mike Foster chose the somewhat new, somewhat uncharted route on his path to the NBA. Now, after a season with the G League Ignite, Mike went from Hillcrest prep right to the pro development ranks. His size and skill make him a player that was set to excel ahead of his years, but what he's done with his ability is continuing to build. After his season ended, Mike headed to Memphis to work with Penny before the draft. For Penny, Mike's versatility will be his greatest attribute. At first glance, Mike is a well-skilled big, but with a closer look and some polish from Penny, what we see are things you'd expect from twos and threes. With what he learned after a season in the G under his belt, Penny wanted to see just what Mike had within him as a competitor. After a week in Memphis, he sees just what the future holds for Mike Foster, and it's a bright one. So it's the Two Cents Podcast. We're back and we're leveling up. Remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast to get every episode as soon as they drop and stay tuned for more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my Two Cents Podcast. We have a special guest, Mike Foster. What's up? What's up? What's up? Show, yeah. man. Thanks for having me, boss. Young Mike Foster, man. I've been I worked him out the last couple of days. Phenomenal. Anybody that hasn't seen this game, coming for sure. Facts. All right, we're getting in. You are from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, I know sir. Guys from Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee's my type of town, man. When I go there and play the uh, the Bucks, a lot of people don't get to Milwaukee enough, man. What you gotta say about Milwaukee? Uh, as far as basketball, well, I see a lot of talent, but you know, people, you know, it's Milwaukee, so it's it's tough getting up out of there. So, applaud the people that made it up out of there, like Looney. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a good journey, but hey, it's tough out there. Yeah. Now you went from Milwaukee to Hillcrest Prep. I know how far that is from Milwaukee. How did you get to Hillcrest? Uh, I mean, I got I went to Hillcrest because I, uh the competition in the city got you know a little down. And I ain't feel like, you know, being one of them guys that just feel like they playing against bums. So, me, I'm a competitor. I want to play against the best. So, I decided to go prep. And luckily, uh, Hillcrest Prep, I came to a couple of my AAU games, been trying to talk to me, actually talking to my guy right here, Keontae. And then we just went from there. That's good, man. What was your experience there? Like, you went there for the competition. Did you, co- did you get the competition you were looking oh, for? Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely the first year. We had multiple. We had Puff Johnson. We had Dale and Terry. Got a couple guys there. We you know we went to Chick Fil A. Won that. They don't speak about they don't speak about it, but we won John Wall and Chick Fil A back to back. Got MVP with Jalen Green. That Chick Fil A destroyed that uh, John Wall. Plus got MVP with you know North Carolina. So they gave it to Puff for a little. You know not a politician go. <laughs> no doubt. So yeah, I mean it was. I got the right right competitor that I was looking for. All right, I like that. You know, we always got to chase anybody that's chasing competition. Man, I love. Uh, I understand that, you know, in normal high school, guys like yourself, man, so dominant. It gets to a point to where this isn't pushing me. Yeah, getting and boring. People be saying that, like, yeah, it get a little boring. That's why I had, got, had to get out the city. And it's, it's great for execs and everybody to see, hey, I'm chasing competition. I'm not trying to dodge any kind of competition. So what would you say to anybody to go, well, he's not trying to play against competition? They haven't been watching me. They haven't been following my story if they say that. I understand. I definitely understand that. What about the Ignite? Went to the Ignite. You chose the G League. Had great stats. How was that experience playing in the, uh, in the G League? Uh, like I just said, competitive. I want to, you know, play against the best, be the best. Uh, it was it was a little grind, but you know, it's nothing new. Uh, playing there was tough. I got you know the the bonuses of being there, playing against NBA guys. It's a lot. It was a lot of call ups this year, so I feel like I played against the best. Part. And then just tough from there. 
So what did you expect going in? You expect like this is going to be hard or you expected for it to be like I'm just going to I expected coming there just compete. Like, I mean, I, know, I already knew who's on my team. I ain't coming there with that chip on my shoulder like, okay, I'm going to go out there and go for 30 every game. Nah, I mean, been talking to a lot of, uh, you know, scouts around the league. They say they don't know if I can hold D yet. So I really went in there with a the mindset of just trying to play D, but the coverage we was doing didn't allow me to show it as well. So, I mean, one day, I mean, they going to see. So Yeah, you just got to have that, that, that mindset that you have now that whatever they throw in front of me or put in front of me, I'm going to destroy it. Yeah, for sure. And whoever doesn't believe now will believe. It's just into the show. You're going to do that for sure. What did that experience, I mean, you spoke on it a little bit, the whole experience of the G League for that one year, what did it do for you mentally going into this process now, getting ready for a draft? I mean, just – like I said, it gave me preparation. I mean, we can really, we really couldn't do much because of uh, COVID, but now I know how the G League – I mean, the G League going to transfer to the uh, NBA. We got roles that, you know, come from college being – I mean, come from high school being a man, my bad. <laughs> come from high school being a man. You know, I had sacrificed a lot. So I already know what the league going to be like, uh, just me just playing the role they're giving me. You know, I'm ready to embrace the roles. So if a GM comes to you and say, are you afraid to go into a situation, not be cocky, but be a leader? Like on and off the court. Oh yeah, for sure. You could do that. Yeah, for sure. You're not afraid. You you know if somebody's half-assing or I feel like I can add a voice here and there. You're not afraid to do that. Yeah, and I feel like me personally, I gravitate I gravitate to being more of a leader than anything. I mean, just my you know my presence and then my energy on the court. Uh, I mean, it just happened. I don't really nobody really got to tell me Mike, you got to be a leader. It just happened. And if it's not, I mean, I mean in the G League, I didn't uh, that year. I didn't really gravitate to be the leader because we had vets. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, the coaches had who they had wanted to be this and that. So I'm like, hey, I'm just going to stay in my role and be me. Yeah, well, that shows us you can adjust and adapt because that's big too. Yeah. Because I remember, you know, James Wiseman played here. He gets Before he got drafted, I, I spoke on the phone with some execs. I won't say the names. And they said he's not going to be the first, second, third, or fourth option offensively. Now, James has always been first option yeah. on every team. Yeah, thanks. We just need him to set screens. We need him to run the lane. We need him to rim protect. And we need him to be vocal. That's it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that was very hard for James because now he has to adapt. So you're showing that you can adapt to any role that they put yeah, you in. If facts. they say we need you to be a two-way player, go ahead. Yeah, you ready for that? Facts. All right. I'm glad you're ready for that. I know you can do it for sure. So from going to Hillcrest from Milwaukee to now where you at, take me through the process of your mental. You know, you went from you went from Milwaukee to Hillcrest to get to be competitive. Did the same thing for the G League, but where as a player from Hillcrest to now. Where have you grown? Uh, defense. Uh, I mean, I've been pushing myself, prodding myself on defense, telling myself. Even before I even had the G League, I felt in my, my head that, you know, once I get to the league, I got a good body, good base. I feel like I'm going to be a, a good defensive player. So, But once, once I lock in, I feel like I can be one of the best. But, you know, just on the next level, just, you know, making my shots, becoming a pro, you know, having that mindset where, like, you know, every time you step on the court, you know, you got to go crazy. So Yeah. All right, let's take a break to talk about the good folks at Ladder. You know, on the Two Cents podcast, we talk all the time about putting the work in, getting extra time in the gym, more shots up, studying, filming, taking care of yourself, investing in yourself. On that note, it makes sense why people get life insurance, especially term coverage, which is surprisingly affordable. Why not pay a bit each month to protect the ones you love? Invest in yourself and those around you. If you're asking yourself this question, choose Ladder. Ladder is 100% digital. No doctors, no needles, no paperwork. When you apply for $3 million in coverage or less, just a few questions about your health in an application. 
You just need a few minutes and a phone or laptop to apply. Ladder's smart algorithms work in real time, so you'll find out if you're instantly approved. No hidden fees, cancel anytime. Get a full refund if you change your mind in the first 30 days. Ladder policies are issued by insurers with long proven histories of paying claims. They're rated A and A plus by AM Best. Ladder customers rate them 4.8 out of five stars on Trustpilot, and they made Ford's best life insurance list in 2021. Finally, life insurance costs more as you age, so now is the time to cross it off your list. So go to ladderlife.com slash penny today to see if you're instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash penny, ladderlife.com slash penny. Invest in yourself and the ones you love today. So we're going to watch some film now. Talking about being a pro. Got some footage of you from this year being mm-hmm. a pro and uh, playing with some vet guys against a, a good team right here at Golden State. So you're playing against James Wiseman right here. Mm-hmm. He's long, he's athletic. Put your body on him, made a nice turnaround. Watching you the last couple of days, the game is very smooth. Yeah. Very smooth. It. You're not rushed, uh, you're under control. You're making shots, you're taking tough shots and making tough shots. Fake doubling is crazy, though. Well, I mean, hey, you're to me, you're a guard. Yeah. I don't look Thank at you, you as a big. I look at you as a guard. Because your you. movements are of a guard, not of a big. That's so I, I don't see big people, move like you. Yeah, that's what I be telling people. Like, eh, I can go down in the post, but my movement is not no average. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, not at all. And then you can trail the play and then make trail threes, mm-hmm. which is what we see every single day in the NBA with the bigs trailing and being able to make a three. And you could get by your man and make a play for not only for yourself or for somebody else. So I don't know what they're sleeping on, but if I'm an exec, I'm definitely hype on what I'm seeing. Yeah. Like you got this steal, gave it up right away, kept running the lane, finished. It's just basketball play. You're making right. basketball plays. You're a basketball player. You can't be put in a box. Mm. Ain't no big pushing like that. I don't know one big in the league that's supposed to be a big that's taking the ball off like that and getting down the court with that speed. And then being able to pull up a three mm-hmm. and then make it. I actually went on like a uh eleven over run by myself on that uh that, that game right there. It's in you though. Yeah. You've for been sure. built that way. So it's not gonna it's not going anywhere. Yeah. I think understanding the game more is something that if, it's like every rookie. When you come into the game, it's things that you gotta learn. Mm-hmm. But what you have can't be taught. Yeah. Can't teach that. I feel like I'm a quick learner attitude. anyway. I feel like I'm a quick learner anyway. And that's, what you, that's all you have to be in the league. Whatever I don't know, I'm willing to learn. I feel like I can pick up on it right away. Facts. One thing I love is how physical you are, though. You're not afraid of the contact. At taking all. the contact to people. Definitely, dude. He be... Mm. <laughs> My guy, he be hacking, though. <laughs> you know, them older guys, they want to let you get off, man. They trying yeah. to get in the league. Facts. I think I had like 23 this game, too. 23 and like 12. All I can say to you, man, is your numbers prove it. You just keep going in there with that chip on your shoulders because I see your game, and I don't understand how they can't see what we see, mm-hmm. but in due time. I feel like time. I feel like they do. They got to see it. They got to see it. It's hard not to. I mean, I've been doing it forever. The camps, definitely the camps. 
Like these against vets, mm-hmm. veteran players. And I know you would have destroyed college. You, you destroyed that, but you really would have destroyed college. I could talk all the time. Get down the floor. Get position. Patience. I ain't seen nobody stop the fadeaway yet. It's a deadly move. Breaking it off, going into double drags. You're definitely a matchup problem at the guard spot or at the, the wing spot. Small guy's too small. A bigger yeah, guy's too, too slow. slow. So now we're saying everybody that's, that's going to be seeing this film, you see the real deal. Look how you're getting down the court. You lay the ball up, athletic finish, and then you're sprinting back down the court. That's about being a pro. Man, I never got none of my blocks up here, though. That's what they say. I can't. I can't guard. I can't. What's the name? But you know. I'm gonna pull up another stat. All right. So now, what do you think about the G League, though? You think you would have went that route of? No. I wouldn't have been G League guy. I would have went college because I like that atmosphere of the college game. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you get to the NCAA tournament. Um, it's not for, it wasn't for me. I don't. I applaud people that go because, you know, you know what you want. Mm-hmm. And if you know what you want, then you go get it, no matter what it is. Yeah. And uh, people that choose G League, I understand why. I just wasn't the guy that was going to be G League. I was a college dude. Mm-hmm. So I can say I was just college for a lot of reasons. I just wanted to be a part of that atmosphere growing up, watching it my whole life. And then seeing that atmosphere of guys, all these games on national TV, all the big games from back in the day when I used to watch Georgetown, Syracuse. I watched all those big games back in the day. And then leading up, then we had a really good team here at Memphis. We were a Final Four team uh, when I was in high school, so I wanted to be a part of that. Yeah. I could have went to the NBA out of high school, but it never even crossed my mind because mm. I really wanted this experience. And honestly, for me, it was, a, it was the best time of my life, even over NBA, because it's so – the culture different. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, the culture, man, the, the fan base and the memories. Yeah, the film is good. I mean, obviously he's proven – you're proving what everybody says you can't do. You're going in and proving them wrong. Facts. So that's all you got to keep doing, man. If you keep doing that, they can't deny it. You come out of the box is just being who he is. He's not – they're putting him there. He's not – that game doesn't show that he needs to be this style player. His game shows that he can be multiple things. So, to me, you keep showing them they can't deny it. They can't deny it. That's how you get out of the box. Some guys try to put you, like he said, they said he can't play defense. Who in high school, I'm just saying, who in high school is really locking up? I go to all these tournaments around the country. As a coach, I don't see anybody in there really stopping anybody or locking anybody up, so I don't understand how they can put these labels on him. But he just keeps doing what he needs to do. Everything's going to be good. I just feel like the – I just feel like you're gonna have your time no matter what. Like once like say somebody go down, now is your time, you know, like a pro you gotta always be ready. So I feel like one just, you know, I'm gonna get the time and I'll be under the spotlight one day and everybody gonna be like, Oh, how you get that? 
explain how you get that. Why he just not showing it. It's not why he just not showing it. He just have never been in the spotlight at the time. That's real. So I fly him and have my time, you know. You show everybody. You're going to be successful, my man. I appreciate, you coming, I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah. Mike Foster, you'll be seeing him soon. Yeah. Peace.